Alright then, welcome back. Hey, it's 2021. We're in season two now of the lockdown show. Um, just quickly before we get into the recording of this video, we have I, we have started a YouTube channel for this where all of the episodes will be going up live. I believe it is the lockdown show podcast on YouTube. So please give it a subscribe because that's where we'll be posting it all on YouTube. But anyways, we're joined here by Ben. Hello, Ben, mate. Hello. So yeah, obviously a lot's happened since um, our last recording of... Um, the podcast, eh? We're in a new year. How you find 2021 then? Same as 2020, really. Exactly. That's what I said to a lot of people. But, so obviously, I think the main point of today's podcast is uh, UFC 257. What What a fight. Yeah, this weekend's UFC. Wow. Yeah. Oh, Dustin. Dustin Poirier knocking out Conor McGregor in the second round. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. Things you love to see. Well, I don't. Sorry. But anyway, how did you um you find the fight then? Obviously. How did you find the fight then? Oh, like? okay. So, first off, I was very surprised with how Conor McGregor came out. He, he was really, like, he was flat. He was too slow to react to the leg kicks. Um... He didn't. He didn't realize in the first round when he heard Dustin hurt. I think he's just his inactivity really showed, and how he basically had like thirty seconds fighting in the last three years. Yeah, I, I think that Dustin really exposed that because obviously, Paul Poirier is a elite fighter, and probably one even of the best. McGregor's amazing. He can't can't um, make up for three years pretty much. Right? Yeah, out of the octagon. Well, yeah, Poirier's definitely one of the best fighters in the division, without a doubt now. He's shown it again, time and time. Yeah. Obviously. But, in to be fair to Connor, he did say in numerous interviews that he is in, like, the best he's ever been for this fight. He's got no distractions, no nothing. He's just, he's going head in and he's, he, he, yeah, he said he'd knock him out in 90 seconds. 60 seconds, something like that. Okay, well. Obviously. Uh, he was yeah. obviously wrong. Yes. But also, I think it is. I just I don't think he has the same drive and motivation he had when he was coming up before winning the featherweight and lightweight title. And I believe that's because Khabib's retired. And also because he's rich and he's achieved yeah. all his goals in the sport. So now yeah. he's just doing it for fun, really. And so he's not he's not really as much of a competitor anymore. Yeah. But... Whereas. And oh, um, Gaethje and Oliveira and all those type of fighters, they'll have that that main goal of getting the title. McGregor's being there, done that. Yeah, obviously as a Dustin Poirier fanboy myself, I was I was gassed. I was so happy. Oh, it was. He he came out really well. He pl- he fought very well. Because you can't, you can never underestimate Dustin like a lot of the fighters and people actually do. To be fair, right now, but mm-hmm. not since the fight, he's got a bit of recognition. But because um, obviously, with the combos, Dustin has his own combos and stuff like that, which you need to just study essentially for the fighters and just just watch out for him. Oh, I'm just, I still can't go over the win. <laughs> I think it was the leg kicks were so smart as well because yeah. those low calf kicks really made made it so he couldn't move. Yeah, because if you watch um previous Poirier fights, he sometimes does right hook, jab, 
leg kick or the other way around. Because obviously you'll do the leg kick at the end because they're less. They've got less defence. Mm-hmm. So it's, he's just, he's a brilliant fighter. Also, Michael Chandler in the Coleman event. I was just Amazing about to say. On his UFC day. I, I doubted him so he much looks like a, to that. He looks like a problem in the lightweight division now after I think he was a Bellator champ. Yeah. And now coming to lightweight, everyone was wondering whether he'd deal with a step up in competition against Dan Hooker, who's a very good fighter. Yeah, I know. I was but, I was just sat there going, I think Dan Hooker's going to breeze this. It's this kid's debut. Obviously not knowing much about it before. But then he went out and shocked everyone. Yeah, well, Dan Hooker, I think he, it was it was weird. He didn't really do much. <laughs> no, but, cause but um, have... also, Michael Chandler might be the only person I'd back that maybe could have a chance of beating Khabib. Obviously, Khabib's retired now, but well, he said just he said he might come He said he might. He was, I was pretty sure he was going to go. If McGregor won, he probably would have come back for the last fight, the ultimate showdown. Yeah, I don't, I don't think he will fight. I don't think. I think he's no. done, to be honest. It, yeah, same. But, um, yeah, because obviously when when I think of Dan Hooker, I think of his fight, fight of the year, wasn't it? And in the end, ended up with Dustin, where he he did so well. But then, yeah, he just didn't really show up on the night, did he? No, and Michael Chandler was just really, really good. Yeah. Um, quickly going back to Conor McGregor Poria, did you see in um, one of the press conferences where this guy starts listing off everything Conor has? He goes, "You got the whiskey, you got the money, you had the hundred million dollar boxing fight," and then he goes to Dustin, he goes, "You've got nothing." And then obviously Conor then goes, "He's got his hot sauce, he's got the I hot sauce." That. that was oh, great. Yeah. And then 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 now now they're gonna exchange hot sauce and whiskey. <laughs> it was weird. It was weird how respectful Conor was again. I thought Cerrone might be a one-off, but he was very respectful again. I think he just... See, yeah, I think Connor's Connor's become a more respectful fighter, if that makes yeah, sense. Definitely. Yeah, Yeah. Oh. Also, what do you think... Yeah, wait, you carry on. I think that's just because he doesn't, he doesn't need to talk rubbish to sell pay-per-views anymore, so... Yeah, it's just the name just alone now. Yeah, exactly. But um, what do you think of, quickly, what do you think of Max Holloway's... Um, Obviously, him saying he's the best boxer in the UFC or the lightweight. Well, that, that performance against Qatar was one of the best performances I've it ever was. seen out of any fighter. It was amazing. It was, but um, he, he's, he, he is unreal, to be fair, Max Holloway. And he really should be the featherweight champ. Yeah. He, he beat Volkanovski in that second fight. That was a disgraceful decision. And yeah. Volkanovski, I think, if, obviously, he doesn't want to fight him again. He's got that fight against Ortega, I think, in March. But... Um, if they fight again, I'd back Max all the way. But um, did you see what Dustin said about the what Holloway said after the fight? Mm, no. Uh, Dust, Dustin essentially went, I've beaten him two times, I'm the better boxer. Which, to be fair, I could back. Mm, I think, obviously, if they fought a featherweight now, I think Holloway would destroy him. Yeah, but that's because it's a difference. Well, especially for Dustin. Obviously, it'll be the same for Holloway, but Dustin having to drop all the way and yeah, but Holloway right. just isn't the same fighter lightweight. I was being proven multiple yeah. times. Yeah, he just it should stay, stay, stick with featherweight. Yeah, but I I could easily back um Poirier as being 
either the best or one of the best boxers in the UFC. If you watch, if you just watch any of his fights recently, he has. Yeah, I'd shown say the it. best is probably Cody Garbrandt, but yeah, he's yeah, up there. yeah. I'd say yeah, one like in, at least in the top three. Mm-hmm. But then, um, but, oh, yeah. <laughs> Who do you think is going to be the next lightweight champion then if Khabib's retiring? Um, obviously, my heart says Poirier, but I think I'm, I'm going to have to go Dustin, you know. I don't I don't know. It depends. Because if they do the trilogy, it depends who wins that. But I, I want it to be Poirier because he deserves it. After all the years he's had in the sport. He And if Khabib and McGregor weren't... I know that's easy to say. If they weren't there, he would be champ. But he would be, essentially. And now that Khabib's not there... I think Dustin has shown that he is theoretically the champ. And like he said at the end of um, his interview, me fighting Conor, that's essentially our championship bout. bout, And I'm the champ, um, metaphorically. So, yeah. Yeah, good point. I think think it would be Oliviera to finish. Yeah, I think Chandler. Chandler, if he he carries on with his performances. Or Chandler, yeah. If he carries on, Oliveira against Ferguson was amazing. Yeah, very very good performance against Tony Ferguson. But also, I think Tony Ferguson isn't the same fighter after that war with Gaethje. Yeah, oh Gaethje destroyed him. What a fight! Yeah, it's beautiful. Gaethje's up there as well. Yeah, can't forget Gaethje. Do you know? Yeah, one fighter who um has been a bit on the down low recently, Francis Ngannou. He's an absolute tank. Yeah, he's um he's officially fighting for the title. Yeah, oh yeah, he's fighting Usman, isn't he? In Garnu? Oh no, oh god, I've just had a stinker. Sorry, I was reading something about Usman earlier about him and a title defence. Sorry. In Garnu, no, Garnu's fighting Miocic, haven't Yeah, yeah, sorry, I was just, for some reason. I think Usman does have a fight. Uh, Usman Burns. does have a fight. I'm just thinking yeah, against Gilbert, Gilbert Burns. Yeah, that's that's what I was thinking of. Not Yeah, but Francis and Garnu, yeah. what, what a striker. Mm-hmm. He's a god. But obviously... Um, I have against me on church as well. Yeah, one more, um, one more thing on UFC. March, I think 8th or 6th of March, obviously Izzy's back. Yes. Title defence, you're looking forward I'm to it? I'm nervous for this one. I'm nervous for this one. I think this is one that he really could slip up on because uh, Blauswitz is a much, much, much improved fighter. Yeah. And a lot of people are writing him off, but he's, he's very good and he's very powerful. And obviously, you never know how Adesanya's going to be moving up in weight, but obviously, yeah, I reckon, in my opinion, he's the best striker in UFC history, and I think he will become the greatest of all time. Yeah, well, especially if he keeps his undefeated record. Do you think he can keep, make it um, more than Khabib? Yeah, uh, well, I mean, he's quite a way off. No, if he's, like, like what, six not, fights? He's it. Six fights? No, like ten, ten off, I think. Oh, I thought he was 22 or no. Maybe nine off. I think it's twenty nine. Oh, I thought it was twenty two or no. But yeah, quite well. But um, especially fighting at this level, there's only so much. Obviously, you have to expect him to lose at some point, but it's just when. Yeah. And obviously, he could could beat John Jones. Yeah, he could. I don't think John Jones is the same fighter since he came back. Yeah, and um, who was the Swedish guy that um should have beaten him? There was a Swedish guy who. Yeah. Yeah, he was very close to beating him. And then, um, see, this just remembers my knowledge of other divisions, but um, the Mexican guy really should have won against Jones in the last one. Reyes. Fight. Reyes, that was it, yeah. And Reyes just got knocked out by Blaustritz. Oh, He's did he? And next. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> just shows how much right. I, I paid yeah. to UFC, unless it's not Poirier. Comes full circle. Yeah. 
But that's a shame because he deserved that win against John Jones. Yeah. I don't, I don't think John Jones is the same fighter. I think he's going to get beat at heavyweight. Maybe back down, get beat by this Anya and then retire. Yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> Obviously, John yeah, Jones. I really don't. It'd be a shame though because he is a character. I really don't like him. But he's he's a character. He's very good, but he's, I really dislike him. He's a character, yeah, running yeah. over pregnant women. Yeah, whilst high. Yeah. Well, anyway, I think that's UFC talk done, you know. <laughs> Can't. Now, obviously, one crap. of the other things I've been incredibly excited for this year, Lil Skies' new album, which got released on Friday, I want to say. Yeah, Friday. Unbothered. Now, obviously, big as a big Lil Skies fan myself, it's so good. It bangs. Oh, honestly. Best song on the album that wasn't released before is called Dead Broke Ben. Trust me, mate, you have to listen to that song. If there's one song I suggest, just listen to Dead Broke. It is amazing. I remember that. Yeah. He's, oh, honestly, he, you just showed just how much, um in this album at least, how much he's um stepped up in music. Because obviously, he's, he's he said himself that he's exploring different ways of rap and stuff like that in the album. And you can see it. And it's, it is just great. Obviously... You've got the really good songs like Riot, OK, On Sight and Having My Way, which were all previously released. So that's why I haven't put any of those ones in my top of the album, because obviously I had I've heard those songs before. And I have to say they were some of my favourites, but I think we might have a new my favourite song might might be a new one in town with Dead Broke. It's just a banger. It's just such a banger. Ah. I can't really say much because obviously. Yeah, I haven't listened to the album, but yeah. <laughs> ah. no. I do recommend you listen to it though. Guys. I know you're not the biggest fan of American rap and Lil Skies, but just listen to the album. It's good. And it's only 40 minutes. It's actually a short album, I'd like to say. Is there still mumble rap? No. No, Lil Skies has never been mumble rap, mate. Yes, he has. No, he hasn't. He's heavily auto tuned. Yes, yeah, some. American. Songs. Yeah, some mumble songs, but he's, he's not mumble rap. Some songs is most popular songs. Red Roses wasn't really auto-tune. Magic wasn't really auto-tune. Red Roses was auto-tune. When you say heavily auto-tuned, that's Travis Scott levels. No, that's insanely heavily auto-tuned. Yes. Heavily auto-tuned. Lil, Skies, Lil Skies isn't as... He's not that auto Yes, he's got a couple I don't, of songs. I don't mind the auto-tune as long as it's just not mumbly. Like, Kanye West, my favourite artist, he's a lot of auto-tune, but... Yeah, but, okay, still... like, Lil Skies isn't a mumble rapper. Okay, I'll take your words for it. Like, a mumble rapper is someone like Smoke Purp, Lil Pump, Lil Skies. If, if that's, like, the pinnacle of mumble rap, Lil Skies is nowhere near that. <laughs> but, yeah. Kid Leroy. He's a banger. I really don't like his music. Do you not? No, I really don't. Honestly, I've spoken about it so many times on the podcast now, but Lil, I actually really like The Kid Leroy. It must be depressing and boring and annoying at the same time. Oh, honestly, Tragic, Tragic by Kid Leroy, such a banger. Such a banger. But yeah. (laughs) A lot of things give you a headache, Ben. What's that supposed to mean? I'm joking, I'm joking. <laughs> but 
But yeah, anyway, um, do you want to talk a bit on football recently? Uh, kind of, okay, can we just say, okay, at the start of the season, to, but... at the start of the season, yeah. who said, who was the one said to everyone, Frank Lampard will be the first manager out of Arteta, Solskjaer and Lampard to be sacked and that he won't make it out of January? Who was saying that? You, Ben. I was saying that. Who yeah. called me crazy? I didn't call you crazy. Everyone called me crazy. I didn't call you crazy. They called me crazy. Yeah. I said Frank Lampard's a fraud. Yeah, no obviously. Me. He's a fraud. <laughs> At the time of recording, he was sacked a couple of hours ago. <laughs> yeah. Also, also, Chelsea are shocking. The Jerome Abramovich had a lot to answer for. Because what did he expect? He He's hiring a manager who failed at Derby. Does he not? Does he not expect? He got them to the playoffs. He's a club legend. I get why, but surely if you're hiring someone who's so inexperienced, you expect there to be blips. And then his first blip of manager, even about two weeks in second, is ridiculous. Honestly, the most ridiculous decision. Another hiring Thomas Tuchel, who yes. falls out with every board he's ever been to, yeah. fails at the highest level, and literally had Neymar and Mbappe and couldn't win a Champions League. Yeah, and and he's supposed to make Havertz and Werner play well. Thomas Tuchel also, was a very Havertz and Werner. You might as well just flush 150 million down the toilet. Yeah, you could sign. They're awful. You could almost sign two Harry Maguire's with that money. <laughs> you prob- but yeah, yeah, and that would still be a better signing. Yeah, because they've got a defender. <laughs> exactly. That's so shocking. But hey, at least Frank Lampard was like, my last game, I'll be captaining Mason Mount. <laughs> yeah, did you see the video of Lampard talking to Klopp on the touchline as well? Oh yeah, that was back. That Eight was like ago. that was in the five-three win. That's why I don't feel any sympathy for him. Yeah, but he, he did well at Derby. He did well at Derby. Don't get me wrong. No. Yes, he his did. Goal was to, he, he got his the goal at Derby was to get promoted. Did okay. He do that? Yes, I know. But first season of management, he, and he got them to the playoff final. Okay, but with that team was set for promotion, they had Tamori, Mount, and Wilson. Wilson. They had. So many good players. That that was that, yeah. They had three players that were the outstanding ones that we all know. Bottles in the playoffs, and then they check. Roman Abramovich expects him to go top four consecutively. Obviously, they made awful signings, but also yeah. apparently they weren't even Lampard didn't even want those signings. The only player he wanted was Declan Rice. They went and bought Havertz and Werner. They've both been flops. They've both been massive flops. And they're the reason he's getting sacked because they yeah. spent 150 mil on them and Lampard can't get them playing. But you know why? Because they're awful. You know, Werner's scored as many offside goals and has hit the post the same amount of times as he's scored goals this season. I think maybe he more. Finish a happy meal. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. You probably couldn't at this point. But It's literally awful. I think one of the only. Ver- okay, Havertz, I can. Both of them, I can see how they could be good. Havertz, I think, is just a bit too like lightweight. He gets shoved off the ball a bit too easily, and he's not really that hardworking. And Lampard didn't really know where to play him, so I, I can see where he can go well. They have too many attacks. Werner, his touch is awful. His finishing is awful. His composure is awful. Oof. But he's quite fast, so he could always turn good. But that's a bit of a um, big statement. Obviously, in Germany, he's he was the opposite to everything you said. But yes, in England, I agree with you. He touches off. Yeah. See, they're just so used to German football. No. And that's it, really. He tries to 
massive gap between German and English. Yeah, I just want to say, I'm just going to say this now. I, I think Mason Mount is one of the best players at Chelsea right now. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Mason Mount's quality. He's actually he's he's a great footballer. He's a great footballer. Also. Did you hear Saltamori for 25 mil to AC Milan? No, nah, it's safe on loan. It's on loan with an option to buy. With an option to buy for 25 mil, Stupid. you think they're not going to exercise that option to buy for a, one of the biggest youth prospects coming out of England at centre-back? It's a bit... They've sold him so for 25 mil. So stupid. Who are their Ridic- defenders now? Thiago Silva and... Um, Thiago Silva and Kurt Zuma. They're playing out the back with Kurt Zuma. Don't get me wrong, Kurtzuma's had an alright season, but Thiago Silva's going to be retiring soon, and you've just sold probably one of the promise, most promising centre-backs in the league. Exactly, it's ridiculous. Yeah. I don't know what's going on at Chelsea. But there. Yeah, I just don't know. Paid with oil money, bought the league, sold it again, bought it again, sold it again, now he's sold it again. Cause he's, he can't, he's so good at getting clubs... Propelling Chelsea to the top really quickly because he spends a load of money and gets a really big name manager in. Then, as soon as they have a little blip, he fires them immediately. It takes two years to do it again, and it, the cycle goes on and on and on. And it's yeah. just what's going to happen. But, I don't think Tuchel's going to do well, though. Yeah. I think he's going to get sacked in the year. Thomas Tuchel was a really good manager for Borussia Dortmund, and then he got sacked. He, he was good at rebuilding Dortmund. Um, Klopp, Klopp's Dortmund yeah. after Klopp left them in a bit of a state. But then yeah. when he when he got to that highest level where he needed to start winning things, he flopped. Yeah. And then at PSG, oh, Liga, literally, my four-year-old cousin could manage PSG <laughs> to Liga trophy. It's not yeah. rocket science. Yeah. Uh. And then he, oh, he failed in the Champions League. So he's failed at the highest level at the last, the only two clubs he's been at. And they think he's going to get Havertz and Werner playing. Yeah, well, to be fair, German manager, German players, maybe. Oh, they can speak the same language. Yep. Well, that's that's easier for them. Don't stop being awful. <laughs> it's true, true. I I'm very happy now that we didn't actually sign Werner in the summer. Yeah, same. Oh, but also Liverpool in a bit of a predicament at the moment. Yeah, I didn't want to talk about it, but I suppose we have to now. That's two Liverpool fans, we're not exactly. So, to be fair, the last menu game was a lot more encouraging because we're at, we were actually creating, we were getting goal scoring opportunities, and I think we were the better team. But the the problem was at the back, which is more understandable. What was going wrong before? I was like, why can't we attack? There was no, I just couldn't understand it. But yeah. now I can obviously understand why our problems are in defence, which is where they should be. But I think as long as our strike, our front three. And our midfield pick up a bit more form now in creating. Yeah. And we carry on as in against Tottenham as we were against um United. United then we'll, we'll win against Tottenham. But we do need Matip and Fabinho at the back. Yeah. Oh, Sonic, yeah, I absolutely agree like with you. Reese Reese Williams was terrible enough and he obviously he's young when you can't blame him, but he was he was atrocious. I don't think him playing United was the best idea. No, but then also Matip can't play two games in a row. Exactly, because he's just come back from fitness. He's made out of glass. But can I quickly say, I know Rashford's assist from Grayson, Mason Greenwood's goal, that was, that was a sublime pass. That was amazing. It was a great pass. But yeah, as long as um, Salah Firmino and Mane are all scoring and yeah, the midfield's making chances, 
uh, which we're going to be going back to how we were playing essentially for the whole season without Van Dijk. Pretty much. Yeah. I think we're still in the title race as well. People are counting us out. I, if you look at when City won the league, I think it was even... I think it was uh, 2017-18. Yeah. Or 18-19, one of the two. Was it the one where um, we were leading? Yeah. Yeah, which one was that? Uh, two years ago, so 18-19. Um, at, at January, at this time at, at the, of that year, Liverpool were more points ahead of City than City are ahead of Liverpool right now. So it's all very possible. Well, yeah, we're only... We're six points off the top, and we're yeah. four points off a second. Yeah, still very, very possible. Yeah, and then we we need to beat Spurs to op- to make the gap four more four points. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We re- re- is it's if we lose against Spurs, then it's the, I can see it's not possible anymore. Yeah, we we haven't had a good run of games recently, but hey, we can pick ourselves up and go- carry on. Also, all these idiots on Twitter that are having a go at FSG, the owners. Yeah. Idiots. Obviously, they're not spending right now, which isn't great. But the, they've taken Liverpool from being in massive debt, from being nearly a mid-table side. No, we were a mid-table side. With Roy Hodgson and Andy Carroll up front and completely turned us around into the European and Premier League champions. Yeah. And now, just because of a bad run of six games when we're not buying a centre-back because they have financial issues and I think we're planning to buy Mbappe in the summer in yeah. my opinion well Mbappe it sounds promising that he might come it's exactly and um, it's just and people want them out so football fans are so reactionary right now and that's yeah. like Frank Lampard he hasn't done a bad job he's not a great I don't think he's a great manager I don't mean he's good enough for Chelsea but he hasn't yeah. done an awful job and so to be sacked him now, I think it's a massive mistake. Especially, yeah. I think they're playing tomorrow against Wolves, aren't they? Or, or Wednesday? Uh, yeah, they're, yeah, they're playing uh, soon. So it'll be interesting to see what happens. Who's going to manage them? Who, they sacked, um, who's his backup? They, they sacked him as well, I think. Oh my God. It was the... Um, it, oh, Mason, Mount, well. Mason Mount, player manager. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Um, I don't... We shouldn't buy a centre-back. I know this sounds stupid after, yeah, like what you said, but we shouldn't buy a centre-back now because as soon as Van Dijk's come back from fitness, they're being benched straight away. I think it depends on when Van Dijk's back. If it's early March or if it's in March in general, then no. If it's... Because that's only like a month and a bit away. Yeah, well, Van Dijk, he's, he's apparently recovering very fast. Yeah, if it's if it's April, then... yeah. But I wouldn't like us to go out and sign someone like a Mukiele or a Umpa Makano and then go, right, Van Dijk's back, get benched, or like Matip gets benched, because our defence works. Apparently, but, we were looking at Socrates before he went to Olympiacos. Socrates? Like oh, yeah, he got released, didn't he? Or, um, Is he obviously, Ed Militao rumours. Ed Militao's not exactly the most reliable centre-back. Don't get me wrong, if we, if we get a centre-back... Yeah, if we get a centre-back in on loan, I'll accept it. But I don't want to go spend 20 mil on a centre-back now when Van Dijk's back in fitness in a few months. Yeah, I agree. it'd just be stupid, really. And obviously, yeah, I agree. Yeah. But I don't really see. Obviously, we just need um, 
yeah, our problems are essentially just us not scoring and the defence. It's a bit shaky, but that's what happens. I think for him, Salah might have one foot out the door as well. Yeah. There's been a lot of rumours about him wanting a new contract, Liverpool not wanting to give him one, and it doesn't really make sense for Liverpool to give him a new contract right now, even if that means him leaving. Because it'll yeah. be a massive wage, and it'll probably last him until he's about 33 on massive wage, and he won't want to leave. Then we'll be stuck in a situation like Arsenal. Yeah, because we always... Financially, for us just to send him by an amazing replacement and not be stuck with an ageing squad. Because we've obviously always done that. If around their 28, we sell them exactly. off. Exactly. Like Suarez. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'm joking. Oh, I love you, Suarez. It's his birthday today. Something like that. Oh, man. Oh, Barca was so silly and they just released him. How dumb. Yeah, oh, sorry. It's... He's the Liga top scorer, isn't he? Yeah, 12 goals. A Barca released him. 12 goals in 13 games. released him. It's so sad. So dumb. Luis Suarez is such a good striker. I rewatched. Um, do you remember his goal against Norwich, like twenty fourteen? Oh, that's a lot. oh the, the halfway line volley thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Oh, what a beautiful goal! But yeah, um, is there anything else we can really add? Obviously, oh, yeah. What I was about to say is, we sell Salah and we can get Mbappe, and he starts. <laughs> I honestly think Liverpool might get Mbappe. Yeah, but I think because apparently. Um, Real have pulled out the race to sign him. Have no, they've been they haven't been spending and to save what? I think um, what's he called? Is that right now? Perez. Florentino oh yeah, Perez. Perez. Florentino. I think, I think he's got financial issues. He does. It wouldn't surprise me. Well, he has been their their owner for a very long time, and he's been spending a lot of money for a lot of time. I know. And also, Barca are in debt. Lot. <laughs> Honestly, heavily in debt. Their next, their next owner, their next president, I should say, their next president. There, yeah, Perez isn't the owner; he is a president. Um, no. Barca's next president needs to be a good one because they could quickly slip into the mud. They really could, the and next... they're, they're not far off. First, needs to sack Ronald Koeman. Yeah, Koeman's going to get sacked. Koeman's going to be sacked when the new president comes in. Then they need to get rid of all the deadwood. Coutinho. Bye bye, Messi. Deadwood. Deadwood. <laughs> oh, yeah, All right, now he's out for two months. But he's for the amount of money they paid. It's just it's a complete flop. Yeah, I feel so bad for Coutinho because he did so well at Bayern last season. I don't forced his way out of Liverpool for better things. Oh yeah, better. yeah, yeah. But like, I just think Broad. he should be at least be getting the game time at Barca because he's proved that he deserves it. Last season, he's injured right now. I think. He's he's yeah, I know, I know. Well, is he? Yeah, he's, um, um, he's he scored a goal run. to knock him out of the Champions League in a humiliating, humiliating yeah. scoreline. It was quite humiliating how he left Liverpool for bigger things and he's getting used to the impact of for Bayern as well. Yeah, oh. it's just um, Messi. He's he's not there anymore, really. That um, might be a big statement, but I just don't think he's there anymore. Once um, Fatty comes back. Yeah. Who, by the way, is a better youngster than Mason Greenwood. If Fatty... If when, Fat, when Fatty and Ped, Pedri play together, uh, that's Pedri's when... Pedri's amazing. He Pedri's is. very, very good. Pedri's been playing so well recently as well. So he's Ricky Pierre. I really rate Pierre as well. Yeah. 
it's I can't believe Ronald Koeman. In in the summer, he was trying to get rid of uh, Rui Puig or whatever however you pronounce his name. It's so stupid. Like he's such a but stupid. They, they did. They had some good recruitment in the summer. Sergio Dest looks very very good. Yeah, Dest. Yeah, he bowls good at Ajax at least. He's he's been good so far for Barca. Yeah, yeah. Some of the best. One of their best players. Oh, right. what's happened to Junior Firpo? He was banging the Betis, and then he just disappeared. I think the role of uh, well, basically now wing backs have to be able to attack and defend. Yeah, and he's not very good on the ball or at defending. But so if you if he if he was he was he was great he was really good on the ball for Real Betis. I'm, like you underestimate he he had goals he had assists he was good at Betis. But, uh, but I say what I think. I think I think he's leaving soon. Yeah. Well, anyway, um, Messi can obviously leave on a free transfer in now. Okay. Yeah. Imagine this. Yeah. Liverpool get Mbappe. Yeah. Chelsea get Haaland. Yeah. City get Messi. Man Man U get um, Ronaldo. Yeah. Imagine that. That would be a banging Premier League. <laughs> Jeez, imagine yeah. that. Amazing. That'd be obvious. See it won't happen. Yeah. Imagine. Obviously. Um. Quickly. Ronaldo, best player of all time. Best player in the world. Mm. Everyone gets annoyed at me when I state that Ronaldo is the best player of all time. Depends what you're... Depends what, what you're looking at. In terms of things he's achieved, yes. Trophies, yep. Goals. Talent. In terms of talent, Messi. Yes, but... I just think Ronaldo is the best all-round footballer. Ronaldo has achieved more. So. He's 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 won trophies at club and international level. Messi hasn't, um, and also he's just broken the all-time top goal scorer, seven hundred and sixty goals. Joseph Bicam, huh? Joseph Bicam as well. The Czech football league. Won oh. Joseph Bicam. Isn't it Biscov? Yeah. I thought it was Biscov. I don't know. It's but, um, or something like that. Biscov, that's a biscuit. No, no, no. Um, yeah, the Czech, no, the Czech guy is called Biskov, Ben. Oh, so it's Joseph Bicam. I thought it was Biskov. Maybe it's just because it's the way I read it, it's Biskov. How can you read Bicam to Biskov? I swear it's B-I-S-C-O-V. Oh, I'm searching it quickly. <laughs> yeah. oh. uh, Joseph. Joseph. Biskov. Is it Biskov? Biskov. <laughs> no, it's just coming up with a ton of like American American people. <laughs> um, it's Bicam. But okay, all right then, fair play. But yeah, obviously, I think we call it there. You know, for the comeback of season two, season two, eh? Perfect. Well, thank you, everyone, so much for watching. Um, please, oh, well, listening as well, I suppose. Uh, obviously, it goes out on Spotify and all major uh, podcast outlets: Apple, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Anchor. Oh, well, no, Spotify, everything else. Uh, obviously, if you are watching on YouTube, please like and subscribe. And um, until next time, goodbye. <laughs>